Welcome to the DMB Football Podcast with your hosts, Devin, Ben, and Matt. Welcome to episode one of the podcast. I'm here with the one, the only, Ben, and the other one, Matt. Let's go, boys. Starting the podcast right. We're starting this week's episode with trending up and trending down. So... You're going to ask, what does that mean? Each week on the podcast, we're going to start. We're going to pick a player that we think is trending up, who's having a good training camp, for instance, since we're still in the training camp preseason phases. And we're going to pick a player that's trending down, who we just think they're they're not looking good. Stay away from them. So anybody want to take it away, trending up, trending down? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'd like to start. And I just, just wanted to say I'm really excited to get this thing going. So, uh my trending up player is Trey Lance, the third overall pick out of North Dakota State, um, obviously drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. A lot of people thought it would uh, take Mac Jones, um, ended up being Trey Lance. And um, out of training camp, he just looked exceptional, showing off amazing arm talent, uh, plus, ath- plus athleticism. And um, vets like Trent Williams, the uh, starting uh, tackle for the 49ers, has praised him. And he has shown some struggles in camp, like all rookie quarterbacks will. But he's just um, – he's going to be a generational talent. I, I can see that it. Is, that is bold. That is, don't I can see it. Justin I, – I still think Justin Fields is the best quarterback in this draft class other than Trevor Lawrence. I'm, when we're talking Zach Wilson, we're talking Trey Lance, we're talking Mac mm-hmm. Jones, Justin Fields. I would have taken Justin Fields. Justin Fields is also having a great training camp, they're saying, but – I don't know. I th- I think that's a bold take. You think Trey Lance is gener- put, some, put some respect on Trey's name. I, Trey Lance is generational. Generational. You heard that's it here episode first. one. That's bold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. My trending down player, um, Lamar Jackson. Now, before you, Lamar, meet writers. Uh, <laughs> Devin, I'm looking at you. Before the, before you guys get butt hurt, just hear me out. Lamar had a down year in 2021, 2,700 passing yards, puts him at the bottom four of the league, 64% completion percentage, also average, and a 26 to 9 TD to INT ratio, uh, ratio. Now, obviously, for the former MVP, that is not very good at all. That, that, this is just as a passer. I'm not really talking about his running, uh, rushing stats. Obviously, he brings another level to his game with his rushing attack. But I feel like in this um, – generation of the NFL that like you need to be able to pass the ball to win this, to win so they do have a new passing game coordinator in Keith Williams who uh, the Ravens are looking to bring a spark to the passing game but I, I think what really holds Lamar back is Greg Roman uh, known to be run heavy and I just think if the Ravens want to be able to win Lamar needs to be able to pass the ball so that is my training down player and he needs to have a season it's the end of his rookie contract. So in order for him to get paid, he, he, he needs to have a season. You're not, you're not paying Lamar for his passing ability. You're paying Lamar for his dual threat rushing and passing. If Lamar puts up, let's say 3,500 yards or 3,500 yards, that's not a great season for a passer, but he's, he can give you another 800 to 1,000 yards just on the ground. I mean, that's what you're paying him for. 
you're not paying them to put up four four thousand five hundred passing yards. But if you're looking at the guys that are getting paid, right? Josh Allen, we'll, we'll touch on him later. Massive contract. Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, all these guys are putting up four thousand plus yards. And bold take here: Lamar Jackson at the end of the season will not be on the Ravens. The Ravens. The Ravens. The, the Ravens. That is, uh, yeah, I'm with Matt. That is probably one of the stupidest <laughs> things you've ever said, bro. The Ravens Lamar, are not going to want to pay him. Lamar will someone get, out there will. Lamar will get paid what he deserves at the end of the season. If he only puts up 2,500 passing yards, I agree. That's not good. But Lamar is going to take the next step this year. I'm guaranteeing it. I'm guaranteeing you a next step, Lamar. You're going to see an evolution of a passing game. Dobbins is in his second year. The run game is heavy. I'm high on the Ravens this year. I, mean, I hope so. I think, I'm pretty sure Bateman, like, just got hurt. He's going to be out a couple weeks. They still don't have, like, the best wide receiver core. I just I just don't see him. If he got, like, one of those, like, top wide receivers, like if they traded for Julio Jones before the Titans did or, like, they got someone like that, I think he'd be able to take the next step. But when you just don't have the receivers, it's just so hard to actually. I, I just want to say that. I've been saying if the Ravens get a receiver, they are a Super Bowl team. The right. Ravens need a, they're a one receiver away. They're an Odell. I know Odell's not the greatest anymore, but they're an Odell. They're a Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, who I'll touch on later. They're, they're one of those guys away from a Super Bowl, in my opinion. Are, are we forgetting about Sammy Watkins, Mark Andrews? No, you're telling me Sean Sammy Bateman, Watkins is a Mark All right, I'm not, I'm not saying that. For, First of all, Mark Andrews is the number one uh, – Lamar's number one target in Baltimore. Mark, it's Mark Andrews. <laughs> he's, he's number one target there. Good, though. That's not like yeah, – no, If Mark Andrews is your number one target, you're, you don't have good targets. <laughs> he, 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 he led the league in passing touchdowns two years ago. I mean, with, with, with the same receiving core he had Lamar. last year. He's good. He's good at football. <laughs> so what, what was different? What was different? Last year, I don't know. I can't even tell you. Sophomore slump. I, I, I think I think I think I can explain why. I think it's teams are starting to figure him out. I, I don't think he has the arm talent as these top quarterbacks. And like, he, I, I don't want to say he's one dimensional, but he kind of is one dimensional. And obviously, he brings brings a great uh, rushing attack, but he's he can't like, throw. He can't throw outside the numbers, which. You need to be able to do in the NFL. You need to be able to outside the numbers, and teams don't have to respect him. All right, I don't agree with. I don't agree with that. If I'm being honest. I think I think if the Ravens don't get that number one receiver to just give them some help, but they're not gonna be making any like deep runs in the playoffs. I agree. Like, I can agree with that. So what what is the number one receiver in your eyes? Like a top ten, top top fifteen. Honestly, just like top top fifteen, because I don't top even have a top. 25 wide receiver on their roster right now. Which, I agree. I agree with Marquise Brown is not a number one receiver. Hey, maybe maybe Bateman turns into maybe he has a Justin Jefferson type season. Um, well, well, he's already going to be out the first couple weeks. So. When he comes back, yeah. Justin Jefferson, I think his first two weeks, he had like three catches. So, I mean, it could yeah. happen. All right, Matt, you want you want to go trending up, trending down? My uh, my trending up was. Another rookie wide receiver, Elijah Moore, who was the Jets' uh, second-round selection out of Ole Miss. He has been absolutely lighting up training camp. I see highlights about him all over my feed. And uh, A.J. Brown today said that he would bet um, every single game check he gets this year on him winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. 
So that's high praise from one of the best in the game. I think Elijah Moore uh, is going to have a sick, sick season. I, I agree with that. I, I, I do agree with that. Um, you, talk, you talk about the clips that you've seen. Uh, I, I've seen one, the deep ball from Zach Wilson, where he, he made the cornerback look silly. Uh, probably cut back about three times into the end zone. Yeah, that, that was disrespectful. But uh, Elijah, Elijah Moore, we can all agree here. Elijah Moore is different. We we're all big Elijah Moore guys here. I think I think he's in for in store. If barring Zach Wilson actually playing like number two overall pick potential, that I think Elijah Moore is in for like a huge year. I mean, if it wasn't for the the deepness of this receiver class, he he, he could have been a top uh a round one pick. I agree with that. I think Definitely. He should, I think he should have been a first round pick. He was yeah. the Jets' uh, number eighteen overall uh, prospect. And 18 overall. So, I mean, uh, from the Jets' point of view, that's that's an absolute steal yeah. second round. He was he was like that with, like, a bunch of teams, apparently. And then the Jets were probably going to take him if they didn't trade up for Elijah Vera Tucker with, for the – I think it was, like, the 14th pick. Which I also think was a great – I think the Jets had a great, great pick. Great the Jets had a great draft. You can't Jets had a very good draft. The Jets yeah. had a great draft. Yeah. Well, they thought that they lost out on uh, uh, Elijah Moore. And then – um. In their like documentary, like they like touched on it about how they were like sitting there like so nervous because they just like wanted to fall so bad, mm-hmm. and then like the Giants like took took like a, a Kadarius Tony and like yeah. all the guys. That's, that's a mistake. Elijah Moore over Tony, in my opinion. The, the the Giants get a lot of flack for that pick. I don't hate it. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it was their guy. So when he's I, I, I don't agree with it, but I don't hate it. When he's not even the best player at his position on the board, and he's taken. That's a bad pick, in my opinion. Yeah, I, yeah. You, yeah. I think I mean, that, like in the very low minority about like about him being better than Elijah Moore. I think everyone thought Moore was better, but yeah, except yeah. for it seemed well, like. I mean, I don't even think the Giants wanted Tony. I mean, they wanted obviously wanted Devonta Smith, and the Eagles, uh, the Eagles, Eagles moved up right and took him. So yeah, yeah. all right. My uh. My trending down is also Dak Prescott. He um, he's scheduled for another MRI on his uh, on his shoulder and and elbow, and he's just he's just not looking hot. He, from what I've heard, he still looked a little rusty in camp, and the fact that he's getting another MRI and just like seems to like not have some good arm arm like situations, like he's just not looking hot. So he was my trending down. Well. I mean, he he was my pick other than Caffrey for comeback player of the year. I think Dak Pre- – I like Des- Dak Prescott. I like I Dak Prescott's game. I think he's I like a great that. quarterback. And, I mean, if he comes back and he struggles, that's different. But I think if he comes back and he has a great season, he's in store for a comeback player of the year. But we'll see what happens. He got the bag. He got every single bag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I won't say that you deserved every penny of that contract, but – I, I still like Dak Prescott. I think he's a top ten quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I I, I do think Dak obviously very talented. Um, people bring up, oh, he had what fifteen hundred passing yards in four games before he got injured. I, I I do think his stats are a little inflated just because uh, of how bad the Cowboys' defense is and how they're playing from behind a lot. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I I could see where you're going with it. Uh, where Dak definitely could um have an underwhelming year. 
I mean, you know, having missed like twelve games the year before, and then to already have arm problems, and you haven't even like gotten hit yet this year, that just yeah. I mean, he's got the weapons, so there's really no excuse other than uh, his injuries. Yeah. All right, Dev. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it from here. I mean, that that doesn't make my trending up look, pick look very good because my trending <laughs> up is, is CD Lamb. But hey, CD Lamb, I think he's in store for a big year. I think he's in store for a, a yes, a Justin Jefferson type breakout season. I think I think he's going to be the wide receiver one. Call me crazy. I don't think I think he takes Amari's job as the number one target on that team. CD Lamb is talented, and even though Dak looks banged up, Dak Prescott is back. Okay. A banged up Dak. We'll see what happens, but I think I think Dak Prescott being back, Ceedee Lamb's gonna have a great year. I heard a lot about. I've seen videos on my feed. Ceedee Lamb making all these crazy catches in training camp. I mean, the Cow Cowboys fans, as much as people hate them, they, he's a great receiver. They have a great receiving court. Gallup, Cooper, Ceedee. I think I think he's gonna be the number one receiver though, even though Amari's back. Straight up. I mean, and then my my. You guys, you guys got a way up. Oh, what's up, Will? <laughs> the homie. <laughs> oh, is that Rob? What's up, Rob? <laughs> Get start. Get back to the you got a nice pump. How we, how are we feeling about CD though, boys? Um, I mean, talented guy, but I don't know if he could have a Justin Jefferson type year. Uh, yeah. Just based on the based on the fact that there's so many guys cutting into his touches. I mean, you got Amari. You got Michael Gallup and then Zeke, who I mean, feed Zeke. You know, he's gonna, he's gonna get his fair uh, fair share of touches too. So, obviously, a great like great, great player could be the wide receiver one on his team, but I don't see him having a Justin Jefferson type year. I don't think any of those uh, players can really just have like an insane breakout year when there's just so many mouths to feed, and they're just gonna want to spread it around, get everyone involved. They're not gonna want to have like a like you know like a C.D. Lamb gets, like, 60% of the targets, and then Omari Cooper gets 30, and then Michael yeah. gets 10. It's going to be way, way more even. Well, yeah. it's not – I think Gallup is done. I think Gallup is I, – I, Gallup's future in, in Dallas, I think Gallup's, Gallup's gone. Like, I, I, he's, I he's more talented than a number three receiver, and he is he deserves to go play somewhere else. It's, it's, a, it's contract year, too, his rookie contract. Is yeah, I, think, so I, I, think, I, think, I think he'll either get traded or they just don't uh, resign him at the end of the year. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, my trending down from my least favorite team, the New Orleans Saints. Yes, I don't like the Saints. Uh, Michael Thomas. Everybody hears the news about Michael Thomas. He – this offseason failed to return multiple calls from the Saints over three months. Uh, I'm just going to say it as it is. I think he's gone. I, he doesn't play another. I don't think he plays another snap in a Saints jersey. Uh, some teams I'm think I'm looking at are like, like we said, Ravens need a receiver. Michael Thomas is on the block. Like that's a perfect fit in my opinion. Packers last dance. Michael Thomas, Adams, give Rodgers what he wants. You know, yep. and then and then obviously. It's not a trade rumor for a wide receiver unless it's the New England Patriots. So, I think Michael <laughs> New England. Uh, he's, I mean, also on top of all of this drama, he's still dealing with an ankle injury that left him on the PUP list from last year. So, that's my right. trending down. Let me ask you a question, Dylan. You drafted Michael Thomas. Yes, in I, my, I drafted in him. My, in, I, in my opinion, way too early. 
Don't agree. So you um you you running that pick at all or or what? Hear me out. Michael Thomas is still a great receiver. I don't like him as a player. I don't like him. I sh- I just don't like him. He's a great receiver in the NFL. And let's say they put him, they trade him. They they trade him. They put him in a Ravens offense. They put him in a Patriots offense. I I think he I think he thrives, honestly. Like call him slant boy all you want. He's he's a great receiver. He he had he had the most targets in 2019. He put up what? Set, I I think it's 1,700 yards, 1,700 yards. Broke the record, most receptions. Yeah. It'd yeah. be Mar- Marvin Harrison's like 20 He's year record. He's trending down now, but if he gets moved, he could be a player to look out for. Uh, let me let me propose this: If the Chiefs somehow somehow trade for Michael Thomas, are they guaranteed Super Bowl champions? No. No. no? no I don't. Know. Uh, I. I I don't think that would happen, but I think the Chiefs already have too many weapons that like. I, I agree with that, and 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 he, that would just make me want to say trending down even more because he's not <laughs> he's not getting the targets if he goes to it. He'll get like ten slants per game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so All right. that's our that's our trending trending up trending down segment. There we go. Uh, moving on to the Hall of Fame game this 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 last week, uh, it was Steelers and the Cowboys. Uh, just any, any, any thoughts on this game? What, what are we thinking? Uh, I, wa- I watched a half. Um, wasn't too interesting. What, 16-3 final? Yeah. It, uh, some, some notable guys to watch for. Um, Najee Harris, uh, M- Micah Parsons, Cowboys, uh, I think, for first-round draft pick. Uh, Parsons looked very good. He was all over the field. I think he had a fumble recovery. I love that pick. I, yeah, I, great pick. I love that pick. Yeah, Par- Parsons was all over the field, uh, making tackles, just doing everything right. It seemed, uh, and then Najee Harris, he um, he looked decent. I don't know how much of a a game changer he'll be on the Steelers' offense, being like they, they really didn't improve their O line at all. Heavy passing attack, um, not not a great offense, and I I really don't know how much he'll change the Steelers' offense at all. I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I'm not a big Najee guy myself. 3.1 yards per carry on seven touches in the Hall of Fame game. I mean, I know he may not have been giving it his all, but I'm not a big fan of Najee Harris. Yeah, uh, Mason Rudolph was the starter of that game also. Uh, I, I, I believe he'll also be the starter for their next preseason game against whoever that is. Mm-hmm. Listen, this game, this game isn't about players playing. doesn't matter does not matter at all. This game was to show that football is back. It was love to, back. We love that. We love to see that. <laughs> it was to get used to the colors on the screen. It was to get used to seeing everything again. That's what this game was for. It wasn't for the gameplay. It wasn't for the score. Because you know you weren't getting much with Ben DiNucci playing quarterback. <laughs> Did the Steelers not have three quarterbacks to play, like Haskin, Dobbs, and Rudolph? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. The return of Dwayne Haskins. That was very interesting to see. Yep. But, the, but the point of this game was just to be like, oh, yeah, this is what football feels like. Football is back, and it was a great feeling, and that's the only thing that game is good for. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we saw some storylines, though. Like, Haskins is back. You said it. I think Haskins – I don't think Haskins is a great quarterback, in my opinion. I, I liked him out of college, but let's be real, guys. Haskins has off-the-field issues, and – that is not going to give him a successful NFL career. I think he was a solid quarterback, but the off-the-field issues are going to be a problem again. Yeah. Uh, assuming that the Steelers take two quarterbacks, 
who do you think wins the battle between Rudolph and Haskins? I uh, I think I think Rudolph just because uh, he's been in the system already, and just mm-hmm. things is just a lot of drama off the field stuff. They're probably just not gonna want it. And then, well, depending on what they they've seen from him in camp, I think uh, he gets he gets the boot. I just I just want to say something. You left out one player, Josh Dobbs, on that. Who was the Dobbs. only Steeler to throw a touchdown pass in that game? It was Josh only Dobbs. T- only okay, four for six, 37 yards, and a touchdown. I mean – That's what the fifth string is? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you got to give the guy some credit. I mean, he's been a career backup quarterback for Big Ben. I mean, why not give him a shot? I think, I think he played the – I mean, from what I saw, I think he played the best out of – out of the three of them in that you know, game. Whether, whether it's Ben, um, Rudolph, Haskins, Dobbs, whoever it is, I do not feel comfortable with the Steelers' offense at all. I agree with that. Not at all. And I think their defense is going to have to carry them. If they're they going to take more than two quarterbacks, in my opinion, too. I think they'll take, you think they'll take, I think they'll take a third. I don't know. I think I think they'll take three just because of Big Ben's health and his, and his age. I think mm-hmm. that's – because they don't want to be in a situation like – like last year when like he got hurt and they kind of had to kind of scramble and like trade for, I think they traded for Josh, Josh Dobbs, like mid year or something like that. Did did they, did they, I I mean, Josh Dobbs, I think Josh Dobbs, I don't, he's a career backup. Let's, let's be honest. Like all these guys are backup quarterbacks in the NFL. If this is your starting, if Mason Rudolph is your starting quarterback, you're having, you're having quarterback issues. So the, the Steelers, I, I don't know what's up with their future. I don't know if this is like a like a gap year between playoffs and tanking for like a good pick or any of that, but they they got to figure it out because Big Ben is not getting any younger, he's not getting any better, and none of these guys are better than Big Ben, so they need to figure out their quarterback situation if they want to continue their legacy. Yep, agreed, agreed. All right, so we're gonna move on to our final segment of this episode i know this is this is fine we're gonna go with our afc east predictions these boys they are afc east fans we got the bills Bills mafia and the jets the jets i mean i'm not a big fan of of the jets i i drafted allen and Diggs in my fantasy league so i'm by association a bills fan this year (laughs) hey let's let's hear it who anybody want to start with their predictions Let's start with the Bills since you uh, bring them up. And um, I just want to preface that I may have a little bias being a Bills fan myself, but I have the Bills going 15-2, and two, winning the AFC East, and coming in second in the conference. Um, so Allen just got a huge deal, uh, second highest paid quarterback of all time, most guaranteed money uh, in a single contract of all time. Uh, he's employed until 2028, so that gives the Bills six years to uh, of Josh Allen. And a lot of people say, "Oh, they signed him too early, one, only one good year." But the thing is, you don't you don't pay someone for what they've done. You pay someone for what they're going to do. And the Bills believe in Josh Allen, and they believe in him, so that's why he got the money. I agree with that too. I it's it's you're paying him for the future. I know that's risky, but I, the way Josh Allen looked last year, Josh Allen looks like an MVP candidate, in my opinion. I mean, I, for me, I, I also have the Bills going 15-2. I think this team is 
I'm just going to spoil my predictions. This is my Super Bowl champion. This team is – this roster's built. I mean, Ben Ben loves that pick, obviously. I mean, this is my Super Bowl. Allen got paid. Allen – this is Allen's year to prove his contract. Diggs is getting better. Allen is getting better. Their running backs are getting better. They have they have a ton of receivers. Emmanuel Sanders just signed. I mean, this offense this offense could be the, better than the Chiefs' offense. I know that's bold. I think this offense <laughs> let's not go that far. I think this offense <laughs> could be better than the Chiefs' offense numbers wise. Obviously, not notoriety Allen wise. Yeah, I, they're going. I they're going six and zero in the division. I there's. I don't think any team beats them in this division. I mean, I, Matt, I know. I know. Matt, Matt's making a face right now. But, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I don't agree. Like, come on. <laughs> and I just think the defense, I mean, it's not the best defense in the NFL by any means, but Trey White, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Tremaine Edmonds, these guys are good NFL players. This is a good – this is a great roster, in my opinion. Now, now you say it's not the best defense in the NFL, but – Yeah, it's not the best defense. But, but before before – Last year, they were top two and top four defense in the NFL, and they've only they've they've only they've kept they've kept the same players, kept Davis White, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Tremaine Edmonds, kept all those cornerstones to the defense, and now they've beefed up the D line, which was their issue last year, getting to the quarterback. They were way below average in sacks, they which is weird because they were I think top five in QB pressures, but like were so low. Um, compared to the other teams in sacks. But I think this year they added Greg Rousseau, Carlos Basham, um, F.A. Obata, and then they're bringing back Mario Addison and Jerry Hughes. So I, I do think that their defense could return to top five form. No, I mean, nothing's stopping them, right? I, I think you guys are blowing the bills out of proportion. <laughs> they're, they're not going to go 15-2. and two. I, I can literally guarantee that. I put – I put my life on that, that they're not going 15 and 2. This is on, ca- this is on camera. This is on camera. <laughs> I, think, I think they're still going to win the division. I think they'll go like 13 and 4, like 13 4, may, maybe 14 and 3 if they have a stupid good year. But I think you guys are a, a bit too high on them. I think Josh Allen had, like I said, he had one, one good year. I know he's getting better every year, but. There's gonna be a point where he just kind of hits that plateau and he like stops, like the upward trajectory. I think that um, I don't know. I just I think you guys are just a little a little a little too high on them. But yeah, I think they go 13 and four though. You, and all right. So do you think just, what's their playoff run looking like then? Do you think they they make a run? Can they beat the Chiefs? They they play the Chiefs. Um, midway through the season, I forget which week, but they we will get a. Uh, AFC uh, conference championship rematch. Let's not go at some that point. Maybe. I, Maybe. I really don't think they're gonna beat the Chiefs. I think. Well, first of all, I think the Chiefs are just gonna be um, on an absolute tear. I think Mahomes is gonna be out on his revenge tour, and just absolutely torch the league. So I really don't think the Bills are gonna win. I think gonna be. I think the Chiefs are gonna be on a mission. So I think the ceiling for the Bills is conference championship appearance. And the uh, – I'd say the floor is lost in, in the wild card round. Really? That's, yeah. That's bold. Lost in the wild card round. Who, who's beating them in the wild card round? Yeah, like who – I don't I don't know. I could, I could see the Browns beating them. I could see the Ravens beating them. In what world do the Browns play the Bills, though? Yeah, what – Or five? I think the Bills are the fourth best division because the Browns are going to get the fifth wild card, in my opinion. They're the best team that will not win their division. 
I mean, if the, if the Bills go 13 and 4, then I think they'll be what? The fourth seed? They'll be the three. I mean, unless you think the Titans are going over 13 and 4. Titans, Ravens, and Chiefs. Let's say they all go over 13 and 4. Then the Bills would be the fourth seed, and they would have to play the Browns if that's who you think would be the best wild card. It wouldn't shock me because the number one seed gets gets the bye, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Two, seven, three, six, two, four, yeah. five. I I could see the Bills being being the two or the three seed losing to like a like San Diego or like a like I not not a San Diego but like <laughs> uh, Chargers. Or like, uh, like uh, just like a team like that. I don't know. Right. I th- I think that's bold. I mean, but you're saying that it's bold that we think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. So we'll see what happens. I I just I'm high on the Bills. Ben Ben's a Bills fan, so you can't blame him for being high on the Bills. But uh, all right, we'll we'll move on to the Patriots. How about the Patriots? Anybody want to start with that? Go ahead, Dove. You want me to start? All right, I'll start. I mean, it's it's no secret here. I'm a Cam Newton fan. I am. I, I like, I like the Patriots. Like, like call me crazy. I like Belichick. I cam is my favorite player. I still love this roster. I mean, they had guys opt out last year. They, they, their defense was not the same. They're going to have guys returning from their opt outs last year. I think cam, I mean, if you, if they start Mac Jones over cam week one, I'm going to be a little upset because you cannot do my man cam that dirty that you start Mac Jones over him. I, I don't care how bad Cam had of a season last year. Let Cam get a couple weeks, maybe one or two. If he's struggling, you put in Mac. But I think Cam is going to have a bounce back year. I mean, that's that's a little biased, but I think Cam will have a bounce back year. They need receivers, though. Their receivers are bad, really bad. Like Jacoby, you, don't tr- you don't got trust in Nelson Aguilar? Come on. Like Jacoby Myers bad. <laughs> but, but, we're, but Henry – Hunter Henry and Johnu Smith, that's going to help Cam. I mean, Cam loves throwing to the tight end. Greg Olson, for example, he loves throwing to the tight end. So that's why you go get two tight ends because he can't throw to receivers. <laughs> and, I, I mean, come on. And Bill Belichick is still the coach. He's still the coach. As much as everybody says, oh, Brady Brady made Belichick and all that, I mean, that's a, that's a debate for a later day. But I still think Belichick is the best coach in the NFL. So what do you have them going? I have them going 11 and six and being a wild card team this year. I think, I think they're a wild card team this year. I think if Cam can really, I know, I know I say this every single year, if Cam can just get the throws down, they are a wild card team. Okay. So first off, I also have the Patriots of the wild card team. I have them going 10 and seven, second in the division. Um, Cam Newton and Cam Newton is terrible. I mean, I mean, bottom five quarterback. He had a horrible season. Literally awful. He had a horrible season. Terrible. I'm not even. I'm not even debating that. He had probably one of the worst, like bottom, like the worst quarterback in the NFL last year. But what is stopping him? Like this year, we're gonna see it. This will be the end of Cam Newton's career if he does not put up numbers this year. So, I, I do think Jones will start by the end of the year. I, I Jones, be, Jones will be playing by the end of the year. Yeah. All right. Well, Jones will be five. You think five? Five, you're I, I think Cam will start. Cam will start the season. I think that's almost guaranteed. I agree with that. I think. But um, yeah. So um, obviously, I I think Cam is terrible. But how do I have them going ten and seven? It's Bill Belichick and it's their defense. Um, Bill Belichick, best coach of all time. As much as I hate him and his hoodie, 
He's the best coach of all time. Um, and then they have top three cornerback in Stephon Gilmore, JC Jackson, who was second uh, in picks, Devin McCourty, who's top 10 safety. Um, yeah, I mean, their secondary is great. They got a decent front seven. Um, I, I think they'll be running the ball a lot this year. I think you'll see a lot of running, a lot of play action from Cam and Mac Jones. And yeah, I mean, nothing too exciting. I think their first round, wild card round exit. That's about, that's about it for the Patriots. I think I, I can agree with that. I think they. I don't think they go far in the playoffs either. I think I think the Patriots. I got them going uh, nine nine and eight. If it was if it was possibly if it was possible to be a five hundred team, I would say they are a five hundred team. Agreed. I just they just have no quarterback play. Cam Newton used to be good. He's way way past his prime. I'm glad you admitted that because I have had some heated <laughs> debates where Cam Newton, even in his prime, has been called bad by this guy Ben. And I'm glad you can at least admit he had some good years. Yeah, I mean. If you're the MVP of the league, you're obviously not bad, you know. But um, with Ted Ginn as your number one receiver, let's, let's keep that. Yeah. Hey, 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 Ted Ginn still Ted Ginn. Come on. I love you. I love Ted. Steve, I'm a big Steve. Don't forget about Steve Smith. All right? He, he about wasn't about. in the 2015 MVP year. He wasn't. Okay. Okay. That was Ted. Ted Ginn, Corey Brown. I mean, Greg was hurt for a little bit, but he played. I mean, I can't. I, I don't even remember half the receiver. Like Funchess, I think Funchess, or was that the next year? Kevin Funchess, yeah, probably. I don't. I don't even know. I, I, don't I, think, know. I don't think Funchess was on that team. I don't remember any of the receivers. I'm gonna be honest. They were so bad, I can't even remember them. Um, Let's not forget how that uh, how that season ended either. I, I let, we're gonna move on to the Dolphins now, <laughs> <laughs> because because I we're not gonna talk about that 2015 Super Bowl. I, Matt, if you have anything to add on the Patriots, go ahead. But. I mean, now you can take it away. I just think their defense is, is going to carry them, and uh, I think the coaching is, is going to carry them. I think their offense is going to be really, really limited. Uh, they lost Joe Thune, which I think was a really underrated loss. He's probably, like, one of, if not the best uh, left guard in, in the league, maybe behind Quentin Nelson. Where is he right now? KC? Chief. Uh, yep. They did a lot of restructuring to get him in there, and I don't blame him. He's a great, he's a great guard. Yep. Yeah. I think I think the loss of him is really is really underrated. It just makes the run game even worse, even though it was pretty average, if anything, last year. And uh, I think their offense is going to be really really limited. So their defense is going to have to carry. I think they just go like eight and eight. We can all agree their defense is top tier. Like they have one of the yes. best. Yeah. Do, you, do you see them making the playoffs? Uh, I see them like last week of the season, like if they win, they're in, or like there's like a scenario where they get in. Uh, uh, I'd say there's like 30% chance they make it. All right. I mean, all right, so we'll move on to the Dolphins here. Yeah, Matt, you could uh, start us off. Yeah. The Dolphins, I had them going uh, uh, 10 and 7. I think. I think that their defense is is pretty good. I think they're. I think Brian Flores is probably one of the best coaches in in the league. He's really underrated. Um, I think two will get a little better than last year. Still not a, still not amazing. So so there'll still be some some doubts about him. But they still have a ton of weapons on offense. I think um, I think Miles Gaskin Miles Gaskin is gonna have a breakout year, and their defense is still solid. And they also just signed uh, 
their cornerback one back. So I think I think they'll be solid. I think they'll go ten and seven. They'll be uh, one of those wild card teams. Asking uh, breakout, I like I like to hear that. Uh, That's the, a big fantasy pick for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I have the Dolphins at nine and eight, not making the playoffs, and I'm not big on the Dolphins this year. I don't I don't know if they I, they have improved. They obviously their roster has improved. They added Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle, which um Tua definitely needs those guys uh separate their separation guys, which is good for a rookie quarterback and they need someone that's, to get open that they can throw the ball to and but uh actually i'm going to disagree with you on the brian flores take i think he actually is overrated and i'm not saying he's a bad coach but he really has not done anything people are saying oh top three top, top he's not a top three coach i would say Three, I just name, say, name three yeah. better coaches and on this i'm putting you on the spot right now i mean it's bill easy Be- i agree with bill, you bill belichick sean mcdermott mike tomlin Andy Reid. Um, Andy Reid. Uh, I can keep going. Um, Bruce, I think Bruce Arians is a good Bruce player. Arians, yeah, Bruce Arians. Even though I really don't like Bruce Arians. Um, I, I do think – I think uh, Brian Flores made a mistake last year of trying to balance making the playoffs and developing Tua. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- there was no trust put into Tua last season. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was seen as, like, the bailout guy, seemed like, for half of the year. Um Xavier and Howard, uh, it's looking like he's going to get traded, which obviously would be a big hit to. No, he signed. He signed his deal. Yeah. I think. I think yeah. he signed his deal. What? No, no, but uh, he requested a trade. Did he not? Did he? I mean, I, I thought. I thought he just signed a new deal like two days ago. Either me and Matt look stupid, or you look stupid. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I'll fact. I'll fact check myself later. But um, I think they were the number one scoring defense in the league last year. Um, and their defense looked solid until week 17, win or go home against the Bills' second team, and they get blown out by 50 points. I, I just think that's a really bad look. Uh, obviously, uh, I enjoyed it, but, yeah, I don't I don't see the Dolphins making the playoffs this year. All right. I mean, I agree with you. I actually – I'm surprised that both of you have them higher than what I have them at. I have them at eight and nine. I mean – you know, I'm a big two. I, I used to be a big two a guy. He's a lefty quarterback. I, I throw left-handed. I have a I have a soft spot for lefty quarterbacks. But, I mean, they don't trust Tua, let's be honest. Like, like I like the weapons around Tua, but I don't think Tua is the answer. I think this is a, a year where the Dolphins are really going to find out if Tua is the guy. And, hey, if, they, if Tua is the guy and Tua takes the next step, this team is a playoff team. Like, they're just – they have the talent to be a playoff team. But in my opinion, they're going eight and nine. They're not making the playoffs. Tua, Tua is getting replaced after the season. I mean, they they add wow. you you touched on that. They added guys like Fuller, Waddle. Their defense was the number one scoring defense, and I still have them missing the playoffs because I that's how low I am on Tua. I think Tua gets replaced at the end of the year. Wow. Also, also, um, I did look it up. The Miami Dolphins uh, restructured Xavier Howard's deal after trade demand, and that was three days ago. Yeah. So okay, so he's he's locked in there for at least another year. He's he's locked in there for another year, and uh, they are going to go back to talks um, after. Well, they're gonna uh, negotiate. They're gonna renegotiate a new deal in the off season, 
based on his health and his performance in the 2021 season. So he basically just signed a, a nice one-year deal and promised um, to renegotiate after the year. So he's... So, wait, so how, how much money was that? Uh, they did not disclose the amount. Okay. I, I was just curious just because... Um... I know Byron Jones, or before the season anyway. He, I, I think, I think he was making Byron Jones was making more than him, right? So and he wrote a letter on Instagram that started this whole thing that said, "I can't believe I'm not the highest paid cornerback on my team," which is a total shot at Byron Jones. It is. I don't know why you take uh, a shot at that, your? That, yeah, I, I, I really like don't. Like that. That's yeah. that, when when people in the NFL like that do do stuff like that. that your own teammate too. Your own teammate. Like, that just bothers me. Like, why are you taking a shot at your own teammate who got the bag last year? Like, wait your turn. Wait yep. your turn. I agree. Thanks. All right. So we're going to move on to the Jets. Um, Matt, last but not least. I'm, no, they are the least. I'm going to let Matt <laughs> talk. <laughs> uh, you start us off. I'll go first. Uh, I believe the Jets are going to go 5-12 and 12 this year. I think um, it'll be a little step up from last year. Um, I think Robert Sala is a really, really good coach. I'm really excited for him. They they have a really underrated defense. They're getting C.J. Mosley back. They have – their only real, real problem is uh, the secondary on defense. It's not insane. I think Bryce Hall has a breakout year this year in their, in their secondary. I think Quinn and Williams is a beast. I think Carl Lawson is, could very well have an all-pro season. He, he's had an unbelievable training camp. Carl Lawson's been absolutely insane. And then uh, their offense, they really beefed up their O-line for years to come. It might not be amazing right now, but with Elijah Vera Tucker, Makai Becton, I think that's the cornerstones of your line for 10-plus years down the road. They have a pretty pretty good rookie running back in Michael Carter, who I think should be good. And their, their wideouts should be above average with Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, and Jamison Crowder. And uh, but with Zach Wilson, just like a rookie quarterback, you just can't really trust them. I see them going five and 12 and uh, missing the playoffs and coming in last in their division. I, I agree with that part. I think they do come in last in the division. Um, I, I'll, I, I guess I'll just take it from here and give you my prediction. Uh, they're still the Jets. I mean, new coach, new quarterback. They're still the Jets. OK, they are. Almost, they you they basically ruined Darnold's career for the first three years, and then they pushed him out of town and said, "You're not good enough. We're going to replace you with Zach Wilson." But honestly, I just think that I think what Darnold went through, I think Wilson's going to go through the same thing. Three years down the line, I think this guy's getting pushed out of town, and we're talking about the next rookie quarterback in New York. So I I mean, I I don't know. I don't love the Jets this year. I have them going three and fourteen. I I just I don't see it. I don't see the future. I don't. I like. I like pieces. There are pieces there, Matt. I trust me. There are pieces there. Becton and Tucker. You're right. That is, their line is coming together. Their receivers are looking good. I love Elijah Moore. I think Elijah Moore is great. But one of the youngest secondaries in the league. I mean, this defense is suspect, and you have suspect quarterback play. I just. I don't see a good season coming ahead for the Jets. So I have. I also have the Jets at four and thirteen. So he said four and thirteen. I have three of three and fourteen. Three and fourteen. Okay, yeah. I have, I have the Jets at four and thirteen. Um I I, I I don't hate the Jets this year. Um I think it's really important that Elijah Moore hits after the Denzel Mims. I feel like that kind of flopped a little bit. Um I, I didn't love him as a draft pick, but 
their defense is very underrated, especially their D-line. Um, I think they uh, have potential to be top five, ten D-line in the league with uh, – D-line is just signing. Yeah, they have, they have a good D-line. Carl Lawson is a great signing. Um, Cincy, right? Yep. Yeah. Cincy. Yeah. yeah. I, love, then, I love their D-line. I mean, but the secondary, like you're going to get – they're going to get torched. Yeah, the, the secondary is definitely an issue. Uh, I like Marcus Knight, but other than that, I, I, I really don't see it. Uh, you mentioned Bryce Hall, who I've heard a little bit about him, but uh, – yeah, I, I think that's um, definitely a big hole in their roster. And the O-line, you got Becton, uh, EVT, uh, both those guys. Ro- the, the problem with rookies is that uh, you kind of saw with Becton last year, who, who, who was our pro bowler, uh, and he was great in the run. But um, rookies tend to um, struggle a little bit uh, with pa- pass protection, which will come with time. And uh, I don't doubt, doubt that uh, either of them will be an uh, elite O-lineman. But I, for now, the Jets four and thirteen bottom of the conference, uh, bottom of the division. Yeah, I mean, I mean, future, we'll see. I, I'm not high on the future, honestly. They need more pieces, but there are pieces in place right now where I can say they'll win a few games. They will win games, but it's just not enough yet. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think with the new front office, I think uh, Joe Douglas, I think he kind of knows what he's doing. I think he's just – I think he's overall, like, a smart guy. He's not going to let what happened to Sam happen to Zach Wilson, too. He's, he's, he's going to give him some help. But uh, – and then there's some some young pieces there for the future. But I think it's not going to be a horrible season. I don't think they'll have a top three pick this year. But I think um, they're, they're still going to miss the playoffs. But you'll see, like, glimpses of the future and, like, hope for years to come with some of those guys. I put Sam Darnold's um, performance 100% on Adam Gase. I don't think it was anyone else's fault, but Adam no, Gase. And, and, and week one, we're going to see if Sam Darnold can prove it. I'm, I'm really excited for week one right against the Jets. Revenge game right off the bat. He's got his weapons. He's got CMC. He's got DJ Moore. He's got Robbie Anderson. He's, he's getting chemistry with Dan Arnold. We're going to see Darnold to Dan Arnold. Like, I'm hyped. Like, football is back, boys. Let's go. I mean, I, I mean, uh, anybody got anything else on the Jets before we close out? Yeah. I mean, this, this, I mean, I'm super excited for football. I mean, I know you guys are too. Like, this is, this is going to be a great season. So, yeah, I don't think I've ever been more excited for a, a football season than this one. I mean, the fans are back. Um, it should be great. Yeah. All right. We're so, so excited. Yes, yeah, same here. I mean, let's go. Week one, Jets and Panthers. <laughs> Mark right. on the calendars. All right, we're gonna we're gonna close out here. Thank you for everybody who was listening. Thanks guys for joining. Like this is this is gonna be great. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're recording. Let's go, guys. We're gonna end this off now. Have a good day. Peace. Go Jets.